Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. Welcome back to the podcastle. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. We are here uh with a new guest very excited for this one this is gabe from the spicy shark two it's of, true two of what i think should be all of our loves hot sauce and sharks um and we're so happy to have you on gabe how's it going sir it's going great thank you for having me on and uh yes those are the two things that i love most uh well not including my family saying in case they're listening but yeah sharks and hot sauce uh are my two loves so it's it's good to talk to someone like-minded of course absolutely and uh i was diving deep into your story we were we were doing a little stalking on you um just based on online uh searches and uh hot sauce which has been on our show a bunch of times they're good friends um kind of connected us so it was kind of a cool professional courtesy thing where like one hot sauce company you know recommended another is the hot sauce community small in the sense that people a lot of people know each other it is and that's i didn't know that um that's awesome they are two of my favorite people and it is such a wonderful and supportive community and i was in the beer business for 17 years um and it and it it kind of reminds me um, a little of how the beer business was, and it's gotten a little bit less friendly in the beer business uh, in later years. But but the hot sauce industry reminds me of what craft the craft beer business kind of used to be, and it is a big community and that there's a lot of producers and they're all over the country. But it's a really tight knit and really supportive community. And hot sauce, we met those guys um, at the uh, Fiery Food Show Festival out in Albuquerque, New Mexico last February, so almost a year ago. And um, they make such unbelievable sauces. And they, they're, I mean, they're out in Oregon, so nowhere close to us out here in New Hampshire, as far away as you can be. But we uh, we hit it off. Uh, we have such different products, but they, they do a, a wonderful job. And we've stayed in touch um, all year on social media and I, I believe they're going to be back out in albuquerque uh this february so I, I can't wait to see them again yeah they did talk about that they did mention this was it the spicy food show in uh yeah yeah it's the longest running uh it's called the the, the national fiery food and barbecue show um and it's the dewitt family that started it you know 30 plus years ago and uh, it's out in albuquerque the last weekend of february and that's kind of the hot sauce event of the year there's some there's some bigger ones that have really made uh you know um 
that really have impact, like the New York City Hot Sauce Expo and, and all the shows that Steve Seabury has put together. But uh, the, the, the Fiery Food Show is a pretty big one. Pretty big. I wanted to ask you about your experience in the beer industry. I mean, I'm not going to get into, like, you know, where you worked or anything like that. But it just to me, it's a, it's a pretty radical departure to be um, working 17 years in the beer industry. And then did you get kind of, like, disenchanted? with that industry and you just decided to do something different like how did that transition happen from the beer industry to doing your own hot sauce interesting um there there were some things changing in the beer business that i didn't love but i i can't say i uh, that that made me leave it actually it was kind of a necessity our um my wife and i and uh, and her family we started a wedding venue um on a property uh that that her family owns in Maine and we started that business six and a half years ago seven years ago now and we were all doing it part-time uh, kind of you know we all had our full-time jobs and we were all running that business part-time sure. and um, we got written up as one of the top wedding venues in the country um, by Condé Nast back in 16 and it just took off in a good way but uh, basically one of us had to run that business full time and we have a young daughter and I was traveling a lot. So I said, you know what, I can, I can run this business full time and that'll also open up some time to do uh, what I've been doing as a hobby, you know, for, for eight years and, and hopefully start the spicy shark. And, and, and that gave me the time to start this business, but I do still run the wedding venue. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's pretty amazing too, because a lot of people, you know, they're, they're in their jobs and they think like, Oh, I got to do this. I could do this. We should do this. It's, a lot of it just melts down to like drunk talk where it's like, you know, we should start a business. Uh, but the fact that you did that is something that's uh, very hard to do and to make it sustainable and work is uh, pretty inspiring. So congratulations on that. Well, thank you, you. Thank you very much. You started the uh, Spicy Shark um, in uh, 2018, was it? Yes. Okay. So, so according to the site, the feeding frenzy began in 2019. So it's a relatively new company. It is. And it is my first. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matthew. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say the first. We started the company in eighteen, uh, but the first bottle sold. Uh, period was February thirteenth of two thousand nineteen. So we'll be a full year of selling our products um, in about a month. Congratulations! It, it looks like you guys have been around for a long time too. Your social media presence, um, you know, the the amount of followers you have. Uh, all your design, your branding, the festivals and shows that you're plugged into, you guys must have just hit the, the ground running because it's pretty incredible. We're kind of like sharks. We really, uh, we, we seem to not be able to sleep. So we just keep moving forward. And uh, our daughters, just like me and my wife, we're kind of uh, type A all the way. And there's no, there's no dead time. That's for sure. Is that your wife? Mama? She's Mama Shark. Uh, yes, that's Jill, Mama Shark. Cheers to Jill. For, yes. uh, for helping, keeping the, uh, keeping the train moving. Um, she... I, I got to ask you, as a big shark lover, I, I've taken the moniker Clark the Shark on, and we've had um, Clark the Shark author on the site, and we've had, uh, on your website, you have um, a Save the Sharks link, which has uh, lots of great organizations. Three of them have been on our show before. We've had um, Shark Angels on the show, American Shark Conservancy, and, uh, no, we've had two. I'm sorry. Um, we've had Ocean Conservancy on the show as well for Shark Week. And as right. a big shark lover, I, I just want to you know, say that's so awesome that you're doing this. And I got to ask, how, where does your love of sharks come from? Like, How did this all come to be? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I've always been um, like, I think I saw Jaws when I was seven and I, I didn't have the reaction really of fear for whatever reason. I was just obsessed, just obsessed. And I mean, if you look at all my kid pictures, it's just me with shark books and me, um, you know, uh, with Jaws stuff. And quite frankly, I'm 40 years old and my, my entire uh, house is, is all jaws and shark things and so i just had a fascination um but the movie didn't scare me i kind of understood that it was as realistic as you know uh nightmare on elm street i think unfortunately a lot of people don't realize that so they've demonized sharks um but um i became fascinated i almost went to university of miami to become a marine biologist and i got scared that i wouldn't make enough money so i ended up going to business school and yada 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 but i've always stayed in touch with that community and what got me really really into sharks was in 2012 i was on martha's vineyard for those who are not jaws aficionados that is where jaws was filmed in 1974 and then yeah, released that's amity island. that is martha's vineyard is amity island exactly and so i was on amity island in 2012 for Jaws Fest, naturally, and uh, and I got to talk to Wendy Benchley, and Wendy is the wife of the late Peter Benchley, who wrote Jaws before it became a movie, and she had started a, um, a non-profit called Shark Savers, and she told me that to his dying day, Peter Benchley's biggest regret in life was writing Jaws, and that if he knew that uh, what how sharks would be characterized and demonized and all the big game fishing and all the hunting, um, if he knew that that would have happened, he never would have written the book. And she started Shark Savers in his honor um, to help the preservation and really to save sharks because they're going extinct. Uh, about 35 different, um, sorry, 35% of shark species are on the verge of extinction. And it's critical, and, and it's really a crisis that no one talks about or hears about because sharks don't have a voice and because people see sharks as evil. And um, so she started that. I became part of Shark Savers. It since uh, got gobbled up by another organization called Wild Aid. Um, so, um, it, you know, I work with a lot of nonprofits in the shark community and stay engaged with them. And that's quite frankly the most fun part about um, this this company. And that's where I that's where I get really excited. And within shark conservation, and there's so much um, work that needs to be done. Our passion and our focus is helping end the shark fin trade um, and the practice of shark finning, which is one of the biggest um, offenders to why 100 to 120 million sharks are killed every year by humans. It's it's so true and. You're so knowledgeable on this. I wrote down a bunch of points to bring up uh, during the show, and you just you just hit four of them. And what you just <laughs> said. So I'm out of I'm out of ideas. It's just uh, I guess we can talk about um, the Patriots if you're a fan. No, no I, um, I, yeah, but I don't want to talk about the Patriots. I'm so sad. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, that's true. It's um, okay. But Brady's you can, coming. Back. You can check out Aaron Hernandez's new uh, documentary on Netflix. The feel it's good. Um, film. Say that we saw it, my wife and I, two nights ago. We saw that it was just released, and uh, yeah, yeah, that happened about an hour away from where I live. So um, I will be watching. It is, yeah. I just watched. It's it's pretty incredible, um, for better or for worse. But uh, as far as the shark conservation, though, that yeah, Peter Benchley from Jaws. Um, if you, another tidbit too, listeners. Uh, if you're not familiar with the movie Jaws, or if you are, you know Peter Benchley played the reporter in the film. Um, and he kind of did a play on like uh, 70s reporting where he said he's the guy in the film that says, uh, 
A cloud has ascended over Amity, a cloud in the shape of a great white star. <laughs> uh, but he did say that about it was his biggest regret, and it's true. There's between 100, 120 million sharks um, being killed a year. A lot of them are for um, uh, shark fin soup, and sharks do get a bad rap. But I do you feel um, that sharks, that that's sort of changing? I mean, there's a lot of work to be done, and, and we're not out of the woods, but people are starting to more and more get over that or do you think it's it's just as worse as it's ever been with this fear of this depiction of sharks i i think there is still a great fear and it's amazing how jaws is still referenced by even young people um as the reason for that fear so it, it, it is incredible um it i absolutely maybe because i've been uh not to not as a pun but diving into this uh lately huh. um it, it does uh, feel like um, conservation is becoming a much bigger priority when it comes to sharks. Anyone, uh, it's really not even the millennial generation. It's it's the younger generation, like the the fifteen and under, that is really seems to be um, very passionate about all things environmental. And I've seen a lot of um, a lot of upswell, a lot of support, um, and um, and a lot of attention. Uh, drawn to those who are focusing on shark conservation. And, and one incredible person is, um, and if you haven't seen her Instagram, holy cow, check out Ocean Ramsey um, out in Hawaii. And I think what, um, and she's somewhat controversial to some shark advocates, but um, I think she's incredible. And what she, I think, has done has, um, has really helped ease some of that fear because she does a lot of, free swimming with sharks and uh, including great white sharks, not that I'm advocating that. And I swim with sharks too, um, never with the great white, but she, she, um, she is really, I feel drawn a lot of attention to, um, and almost humanizing them to, to make people realize that we're not on their diet. If we were on their diet, she would have been eaten a thousand times over. All of us would have been eaten a thousand times over. Um, you know, when, when, there are attacks. They are accidental. It's always one bite, and unfortunately, that one bite can be fatal. But it's always um, an accident, and then the shark releases you, and uh, you hope you make it. But um, uh, we're not on their diet, and sharks don't actually eat people. Um, no. So uh, I do feel that there's been a lot more attention uh, drawn to it in in a in a good way. Uh, because of, of of folks like Ocean and um, and I and I see the amount of likes she gets and I see people paying attention. Right, it's so true. And shark attacks are very few and far and rare between. We're not on their diet. More people get killed by um, you know ants each year than than sharks. And also, it's not hard to avoid a shark attack. Um, you you know the chances are uh, you're never going to be attacked or um, get close to a shark just by swimming in the ocean. And uh, it is their home. You know, we need to remember that. And um, they talk about shark calls and things like that to uh, thin out shark populations in certain areas. And it's just, uh, it's just not fair because um, it's like a hundred million to six ratio of uh, sharks and humans. Um, it's, so it's, uh, yeah. it's terrible. Um, but the, you guys are doing a lot of great stuff uh, with the spicy shark, and it's a very proactive approach. And I salute you for that. I think it's cool. Um, so cheers to you. The products that you have, you have so many products. Uh, they're very inexpensive, which is awesome, and uh, and it's very easy to get. You can go to thespicyshark.com on the shop there. You guys have some swag too, which is pretty sweet. 
We have the newest addition, which um, has, uh, is my favorite. We just added a hot sauce holster. And it was created. It. Yeah, it was created by um, an amazing team actually out of Tennessee. And it's, it's very easy. It's hot sauce holsters, um, I believe.com. And Steve and his team are, are awesome. And uh, they made 50 of those for us. And uh, I'm wearing mine right now. And uh, I am never without flavor or heat. And uh, yeah, we just put that on the website less than a week ago. It's so amazing. Um, for listeners, congratulations to him, Matt. It's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, you have hot, hot maple syrup as well. Uh, is that actually hot? Does it have a kick to it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the precipice for that um, product, I, I always sweetened my, my coffee with maple syrup. And I was like, why, why am I missing this one uh, meal that I don't have heat in? I like to have heat in everything I eat and drink. I mean, we make... Uh, I used to make spicy margaritas, and I have you know local bars here in New Hampshire that make spicy margaritas with the hot maple syrup. And I was like, I want to have a spicy latte in the morning, and wh- so why can't I? So I took some uh, Vermont dark, robust maple syrup, and I messed around with it, and it started infusing it with ginger and habanero, and I got it to a nice medium heat level that goes awesome for spicy coffees and tea and in, in craft cocktails. And you can certainly use it on, on pancakes and ice cream like you would use regular maple syrup and it's like a mid-level heat and then i have a really mild blueberry uh, maple syrup um but yeah that's one of my favorites that actually won the scoby award for best spicy product uh in the country we were super excited about that yeah i saw that number one congratulations not not an easy task uh, no. so what, what about the spicy latte if you wanted to uh make a spicy latte is that what you recommend putting some of that in there oh, and, uh, that'll juice absolutely. it up absolutely the hot maple syrup for sure what if somebody goes to the website? Uh, listeners, again, it's at thespicyshark.com, and they want something that's a bit on the mild side. Uh, well, what would you so recommend? I'm glad you asked. So we have a very scientific thing called the five-fin heat scale, okay? And right. I am that scientist who created it. So we have five shark fins on our label, and they go um, mild, warm, medium, hot, and wicked hot. So what you can do is you can look at our 11, soon to be 12 products on the website, and they all have their heat designation based on shark fins. And if you are someone who is just not ready to be super adventurous, um, stay with the stay with the mild and the warm, the one or two shark fin products. Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll keep everyone you know uh, should know like we are all about our company is about incredible, unique, and layered flavors that go great with food and drink like even our four and five fin products they are not explosive cause you pain we're not a challenge hot sauce company all recipes were created by myself and and two chefs one being a good friend and one being my sister so we are all about incredible and unique flavors and certainly delivering heat with them so if you if you don't like things hot i would stay away from the four and the five but if if you're not sure but you know you like tabasco you know tabasco would be like you know, a three on our on our scale. So, and that's the most widely used um, uh, hot sauce in the country. So, uh, nothing is gonna nothing's gonna hurt you. Just like it's, sharks, it's so good. Yeah, that's such a great analogy. That's such a good system, the five fin system. So, if you want something mild, something like the Nurse Shark, it's a warm heat. It's got two fins. That would be more on the mild side. 
Exactly. Okay. That's, uh, that's great. Nachos and on on eggs and on guacamole. And I have I have um, food pairings and drink pairings for some on all of the labels and on the website, so you can really see what they go best with. Here's a here's a quick review from the site. Let's get the pour going here and see what this is all about. Oh yeah, look at that. Kind of see the chunkiness in the pour. This is a Nurse Shark review on YouTube I dug up. It's eating with Sasquatch. What is, <laughs> Sasquatch the, what is the genesis of this video? He's a, he's a reviewer of spicy things, and uh, he's, he's enjoyed some of our things. He, he's on the Believable reviewer Brian Ams uh, out in uh, in Ohio, out of Cincinnati, is a lot of fun. The guys from Heavy Metal Hot Sauce out in Wisconsin and Pepper Pete in Wisconsin. We we have talk about the the community. There's such a great community of reviewers out there that um, that have uh, reviewed some. So if you go to to our products, you'll be able if we have a review done online by one of the reviewers um, on that product, we, we put that link there and they're they're a lot of fun to watch and they really take a lot of time and energy and thought and um, I really enjoy watching them. I think as the well as time, it's pretty cool that they do that. I think the next time you're on the show, God willing, if you ever return, I'd love uh, to. That'd be funny if you're like, no, this is it. This is your one <laughs> one and done. Uh, we could do we could do some live reviews. I'll I'll get some some sauce from the site. I do want to mention, uh, Philadelphia listeners, uh, all of our hosts, it's just me, by the way, too. I wanted to dedicate the entire show um, to you uh, as a one-off interview. The other guys aren't here. Uh, most of our, A lot of our listeners uh, are in Philadelphia area. That's where we're all from. And uh, you guys are going to be at the Philadelphia Gift Show uh, Expo uh, January 25th through the 28th in Philly. So please check that out. Tell them uh, the podcast will set you. Tell us about that. W- what, is, what is that about? So we found it's interesting. Um, what's been really interesting is finding out um, where our products sell. And uh, we, we certainly do really well from our website. Um, we do really well from Amazon, which we, we only just started on Amazon and not even all, not all of them. We started with five products uh, pretty recently. But um, within stores, we found just such, I mean, we do well in, you know, independent grocery stores and meat markets and fish markets but you know we also sell well in aquariums and like we have the the seacoast science center in rye new hampshire um where you know kids go to like pet hermit crabs their gift store does great with spicy shark hot sauce you know who who would have thought uh, at a science center and so we found that you know um because of uh you know there being sharks on the label and because of what we do um to help raise awareness um within shark conservation that you know our brand tends to do well in those uh classes of trade as well but we found that uh gift stores um is especially ones on the coast um are some of um are some of our most popular um uh avenues of selling products so gift stores that have us um People are looking and, 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 and buying Spicy Shark. So we said, you know what? One of the biggest gift store shows in the country is happens to be in Philadelphia. And, you know, that's only a, an eight-hour drive. And I'm originally from New Jersey, so I'm going to stop and see my, my parents and, and uh, sister on the way down there and, uh, and, and see if we can meet some folks in the gift store business and, and uh, maybe have more of a presence there. Pretty amazing. Yeah, and you're from New Jersey, so you spent your childhood summers at the Jersey Shore, safe to say? I, you know, it's a good question, and New Jersey split. Um, I, I'm from northeast New Jersey, Bergen County. 
County, and I'd say about half of Bergen County goes to the Jersey Shore during the summer, and the other half goes to Long Island. And my grandparents retired out to the North Fork of Long Island, so I was a Long Island summer person. Oh, okay. So you were more of a uh, more of a Jones Beach guy than an Ocean City guy. I yes. I was just throwing around names now. I know, <laughs> I've never been to Jones Beach. I spent a lot. I've spent every summer at the Jersey Shore. Never been to Jones Beach. Uh, I've been Jersey down Beach. to the shore. And- I've 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 been to Asbury Park and I've been to Cape May and I've I've been to uh, different but I've probably been to the Jersey Shore five times in my life. Um, so yeah, no, I was out out on the North Fork um, of Long Island, which back then it was all potato farms. Now it's all vineyards and uh, and the high life. That's it. You just live in the dream, man. <laughs> uh, you can check out the Spicy Shark on Twitter at the Spicy Shark and as well as the Spicy Shark on Instagram. Visit them online at thespicyshark.com. Gabe, I want to thank you so much uh, for being on the show today. Um, was there anything else you wanted to uh, wanted to mention or plug or get into? I would just say thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, keep on the lookout. If you're not on our social media, it's like Matthew said, it's at the Spicy Shark. We are uh, about to launch the first of the Six Fin series. It's an extreme heat hot sauce. Um, I just did an exclusive launch in January with Fuego Box. So the only place you can buy the first of the six fin series, which is called the Hamigator, half hammerhead shark, half alligator. It's a oh, Cajun-inspired yeah. hot sauce with Carolina Reaper, Seven Pop Primo, Habanero, and Scorpion Pepper. It's available exclusively through Fuego Box for January, and then I'm launching it on the website and in stores on January 30th. Um, but yeah, sign up on our website to get notifications, and that's that's one where if you're not into hot sauce, that one could hurt you. So uh, expert only. That's like a double diamond. Yeah, it sounds like uh, maybe sign a waiver before that. But that's, <laughs> but I love I love the spicier the better. I can handle it. I think it's great. That when does that come on your site on January 30th? January, January 30th is when we're announcing it. But yeah, sign up on our website to get emails and we'll we'll give an announcement and i just put a promotional video together using a song by my friends at static x which happens to be my favorite heavy metal band so we're literally putting that together as we speak oh you're connected to them i know static x pretty cool they're they're great yeah i just saw them they did their first tour uh since wayne passed away and uh they did their first tour so i got to see them in new hampshire and on virginia beach and i got to hang out with them on virginia beach and uh, we talked about they're actually they're from Los Angeles and we got to talk to them about using uh, my favorite song for the promo video and so we're just wrapping that up now that's amazing see from New Hampshire I just assumed you were a big fish fan and that was it because <laughs> everybody loves fish right I, I went through my fish phase but I'm a metal guy at heart I'm just kidding cool uh, this is Gabe from the Spicy Shark Gabe thanks for being on the show and uh, please come back anytime <laughs>